and take a trip down on my block when you see hidden potential young minds sharper than pencil and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up This is StitchCast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another special edition of StitchCast Studio Live. Today's discussion will be about a very dope topic, relationships. This discussion will be led by our StitchCast Studio alumni. Thank you for dropping through. Let's check out the podcast. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about relationships. That's not something that we touch on a lot here, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about relationships. We're gonna get into that what what a healthy relationship looks like to us, what a toxic relationship looks like to us. We're gonna get into some of our non-negotiables, our do's and don'ts in relationships personally, and we're gonna talk about how ultimately they help us to grow into the people that we're meant to be. Uh, that being said, let's let's hop right into it, y'all. What is uh what does a healthy relationship look like to y'all? A healthy relationship is like where two partners they. Uh, they're able to communicate with each other, but also like comprehend. Comprehend is like really the key to relationship because if you don't understand what the other person is trying to say, then it's kind of just one-sided. Um, be understanding, be truthful, and probably not um, believing everything that you see on social media because I feel like a lot of relationships, people in relationships, they do do that a lot. And they often like compare Uh, people in relationships that are on social media and it's just like fake. So I think, yeah, that pretty much is probably what a healthy relationship looks like. I'd say a healthy relationship is a bond of two people who love each other and are trying to help each other become the best people they can be. Uh, I think our co-host said that very well, that it's communication, it's honesty, it's transparency. It's just letting each other see the most vulnerable parts of yourselves and living your honest truth for each other and to each other. Uh, And I really like how you touched on social media. Uh, I think we'll get into that on toxic relationships and like ideologies of what relationships should be is that not every, all relationships are different and to different people and they work differently. And I don't think we should hold them to some standard that let's say social media perpetuates. But yeah, relationships, healthy relationships to me are just brutally honest showings of who you are and people and your your partner especially appreciating that those parts of you 100% I think both of those are uh both of those are really good really good answers and I think that just like uh just like love and just about anything else or any emotion or whatnot a lot of it is kind of uh subjective to to how you feel so what you what you I agree with you what you what a healthy relationship looks like to you may not be what a healthy relationship looks like to someone else because everything doesn't work for everybody but uh, i really love uh what you said about trying to make each other the best versions of each other or trying to make or trying to help each other be the absolute best person that you could be i think that's definitely a huge part of it um now i don't know if y'all have ever put much thought into this but what are your non-negotiables when it comes to relationships? What what are what are a short list of things that you absolutely will not deal with when it comes to relationships? 
I'd say non-negotiable, like things that like are like, I can't do this in relationships. It's probably lack of respect toward each other. I feel like some relationships, and I, I get like playful banter. I have that with the situationship I have going on with somebody right now is it's playful banter. It's just back and forth. But I'd say that it's at the end of the day, you still got to have that respect for each other. I think especially in youth relationships, there is a distinct lack of, of both self-respect and respect for your partner. I think that what is being seen a lot in relationships these days is that they won't really, there are certain people when they're in relationships that think that saying things, certain things is like, a, it's, a, it's a fly that you can just say those things. I feel like it's not that uncommon to see somebody in a relationship just insult their partner. And like, while that may be something that they do, I think that it's a 50-50 on whether, oh, it's just playful banner or it's distinct lack of like, you know, respect of, I think that at some point in a relationship, you stick up for your partner, you know, you'd be like, hey, uh, whether it's just if someone makes a rude or unnecessary comment about your partner, you could be like, hey, I didn't like that. Like, don't make those comments around me, that's my partner. Or it could be not saying certain things. Cause I will see partners just uh, talk and say very rude things about their, their partners. And I think that that's a very, that's something I couldn't be in a relationship with if like, if you're not willing to stick up for me when I can't stick up for myself or if you're, there's like that rudeness and that, that like you may care for me, but then you won't show it, uh, especially communicatively. I think that that is one of my non-negotiables in relationships. Um, Basically what he said, disrespect, but I also like dishonesty. Because I'm a very truthful person. Like, whether you like it or not, I'm just going to tell you the truth about yourself. Because that's just how I, that's how I was raised. So if, like, say for, not an example, but just, like, in general, like, if you're dishonest with me, like, even, just not even relationship, like, friendship-wise. Like, if you just constantly lie for, or if I catch you in a lie and you still lie about it, it's like, no, that's just cut off. Um, another thing is like being close-minded because I'm very open-minded. I like trying new things. I like trying new food. I like going to new places. So if you're just like in your own box and you don't like trying other things, that's just like something that I cannot tolerate because it's just like, it's good to be two different people. But if you're like close-minded and like ignorant to like trying new things, it's just like, I just can't be friends with you. And if I can't be friends with you, I can't be in a relationship with you. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think one of my, um, or not think, I know that uh, one of my non-negotiables or I guess what I would say a requirement in, in my relationships is communication. Like clear, honest, open communication. I think it's really hard to have a toxic relationship when y'all communicate well. You know what I'm saying? And when y'all honest and when y'all actually want to be there, I think it's real hard to have a toxic relationship when you have those things. And so like the whole like, oh, she mad at me. She not going to talk to me for three days thing. I'm, I can't do it. No, I in relationships behind stuff like that. I feel like that functions into like maturity. Like you can get into a, I, I've seen that. I've had that happen. I've, I admit, I've done it before. It's not, it's not a healthy thing of that, uh, it leads into communication, but it's also honesty as well. Of you may be getting into it with your partner, but like disappearing or ghosting doesn't fix this this the issue. Doesn't resolve anything. It just right. it creates another. It, it expands the gap of of 
uh, not misinformation, but the gap of you don't know what's going on. Like, what is what is your partner's issue? Because they're not telling you; they're just disappearing. Yeah, I've learned about myself that I don't deal with that well. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, 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 I've I've also learned that uh, to make my mental health a priority, and it, that's just flat out not good for my mental health. You know, especially if I'm trying to fix a problem and. So yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely absolutely not something that I, if you can't communicate, and like you said, if we can't communicate respectfully, like I don't even do the whole we yelling at each other, we mad at each other. So 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 it's just devolved into us trying to hurt each other's feelings. I don't even do that. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, nah. You better like like I would, I'd much rather you say like yo, you did this and it made me feel away. So that I can apologize and we can talk about it. You know, so okay, cool. I'm sorry. That's not what I was trying to do. What's up? Let's let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Now we can resolve an issue. Both of y'all listed like one, or I think you listed two. You listed one. Do you have any other non-negotiables that come to the top of your head? I'd say, and this this may come off bad, but I will explain. This is more of a statement. Uh, I can't be in a relationship with people who don't know who they are, and I feel like. This is, I'll explain. I've learned that relationships are both things where you take care of another person, but you must also take care of yourself. You talked about it mental health wise. And this is also what it leads into of, I I can't be in a relationship with a person who is not, they don't know who they are yet. And if you don't know who you are, how am I supposed to know who you are? How am I supposed to know the person that I love? You know, uh, I, I've, I don't want to bring this up again, but there's there's a certain thing I, I've dealt with where this person didn't know who they are and I didn't know who I was either at the time. And you try to make it work, but it's always changing. There was, flip, there was flipping, there was switching because they're always trying to test things, test who they are, figure out who they are. And it's always switching. But then did I ever real know the real you, you know? Uh, I'd say that relationships should also be about deciding what's best for yourself. Uh, relationships, just some, I think that we have to be brutally honest about this. Some relationships just are timed things. Like we were meant to be together for this amount of time, but we have to go on to next, our next story, you know, onto the, on the, onto the next chapter. And I think that if in, a, if in a relationship, you feel like you don't know this person and you feel like it's compromising you as a person and you, you should never try to change yourself to make situations work. That's also like my technically my third non-negotiable. I really dislike the honeymoon phase, man. Yeah, of, word. Of the whole. That's a lot of people's favorite part. Nah, I hate it because then you never really know the person that you're trying to make yourself love. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, a lot of times for, for the viewers, I bet you guys already know what honeymoon phases are, but it's when at the beginning of a relationship, you try to make things work no matter what. You guys are all happy and ditty. Yeah, so and you infatuated with each infatuated other. Infatuated with each other. So you try to make things work. And during this phase, it's often, it's proven to be very self-compromising. And I can't do that in relationships. I can't mm-hmm. have that whole funny. I, I can I can unequivocally love a person, but I will never have that. I choose not to have that honeymoon phase because I don't want to compromise myself or the other person of change so that, that we can make this work. No, Bro, because I that's, feel you. that's not fair to me or it's not fair to the other person. Now, now I've never heard it spoken that way. And I've only just kind of like recently came upon, or I've only uh, recently been able to, to verbalize something like that myself. Uh, this is going to be kind of like a hard pivot, but how do, how do y'all feel about the, the notion that people people know whether or not uh, p- 
people know whether or not they want to marry each other in six months? I've, I've, I've seen it before. Uh, I have some people I know that are very in love and they, ha they have plans already in this stage of our life, very early stages of our lives. They have plans, they have things they want to do. Uh, but I'd say that, I'm going to say this a lot during this podcast, especially to each their own. You know, I, I may not be able to do that. Oh, shit, what am I talking about? I believe that to each their own. Uh, I think that while, I, while may, now I may say that, you know what, I can't see myself saying, oh, I, I love this person so much, I'm going to marry them in six months' time. But who knows, maybe down the line I'll be like, oh, well, this I, I'm deeply in love with this person. Let's, let's, let's get it going. Let's, let's get married. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a really uh, open-minded perspective on that. Yeah, but uh, I'd say that it's it's possible. It's possible, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna shame anyone for it. I feel yeah. you. What what's your viewpoint on it? Um, me personally, six months is just too short. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I don't think I can ever marry a person for like six months. I feel like I don't need. I mean, those type of people, like those are the type of people that like they just um they fall in love very fast, and I feel like they probably found it. Uh, found comfort or self-love within themselves so they try to find it to the other person which is probably why they marry in like six months or a, or a year or less um, not being very biased I think that's my honest opinion I mean six months like somebody can switch up in like six months so it's just like you barely even know the person for real like people surprise you every day you know what I'm saying so like once you get to marry that person you still got some a lot of uh, learning to do I just that's just fast for me. I feel you. And that's, that's, so I asked because uh, I've seen a few debates about this on social media. And there, there are people that, that, that believe without a shadow of a doubt that six months is long enough for you to know whether or not you want to marry somebody. And the reason I think that that, uh, the reason I think that that notion is, uh, for lack of a better word, harmful is because not to say it's impossible, but sometimes people, all rules have exceptions. And sometimes people see a few, few exceptions to a rule and they think that those exceptions are the rule and not an exception of the rule. And so if you go through life expecting to just know six months into a relationship that, uh, you know, know whether or not you want to marry somebody, like if, I think if you go through life with that expectation, then you could possibly be ending some potentially good relationships prematurely like like to me you don't I, I would say that you don't even know me six months into six months into dating me because chances are we we still in that infatuation phase that yep. you were talking about honeymoon phase baby exactly you know what i'm saying and so it's naturally for you to like be in a honeymoon phase and think yo this is what i want all the time this is what i want the relationship to be like but that's that's not how it works you know what i'm saying when, when you first when you first when you're in that honeymoon phase, you know, especially when you really like somebody, you're constantly working to present your best self to that person. And unfortunately, when we do that, we kind of set this unrealistic expectation and I, that, that you'll always be your best self and you won't. You won't. I think that's why uh, there are so many complaints about people not years later in a relationship. They don't do they don't do the things that they did when they were trying to get the person that they're in a relationship with. And that's, I think that's because you you were doing things that you wouldn't normally do if you wasn't infatuated with that person. 
And so I feel I feel like that's connected. But six months into a relationship, I don't I don't think you know me, and I don't think I know you. You know what I'm saying? Like six months into a relationship, y'all probably not even farting in front of each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all not y'all y'all probably still trying to eat all cute and all that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you still don't want y'all them to see still you. Probably not even using the restroom around each other. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like like I don't know. At least to me. Before I marry somebody, especially considering that marriage, at least traditionally, is supposed to be like a forever decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is the person I want to be with for the rest of my life. So if you're gonna make that decision, I feel like I gotta, I gotta see, I gotta see you like in like almost all the environments. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need I need to see how you react when you real, real angry and when you real, real sad and when you real, real happy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I need to know these things before I make the decision to be with this person for the rest of my life. And I just don't know if six months is enough time to be able to do that for me. Now, that's not to say that it's impossible. You know what I'm saying? Like like, like you said, I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen people like they just know and they end up with these long relationships. But I think it's a little dangerous to expect that that's how it works. I feel like that's kind of like uh, when you want to be a singer and you blow up and win Grammys and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Is you 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 become the exception to the rule? You know what I'm saying? You're not the rule. You're the exception. You know what I'm saying? So so like as long as people are able to, uh, you know what I'm saying, navigate that accordingly or whatever. I don't think there are no problems. You know what I'm saying? If you want it in six months, I hope you find it. But if you don't, then don't don't assume that the person that you with ain't the person for you. That that could be a really good person that you messing with. I, I'd say I'm pretty biased to this. Uh, I have been I, I've talked to you about this uh, in my personal time, Brandon. Of, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm biased to this because I've had the same thing going on for five years with the same person. Very it's 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 very confusing. I hope they're not listening to this because uh, <laughs> they probably know who they are. Uh, but to, to that, I'll say that. Even after, because I've been doing this thing for five years, and even then, like you still don't know if it's if it's meant to be. There's people who've been dating for like eleven years and still haven't been married, and I think that time is. I, Einstein once said that that time was relative, so that feeds into my whole philosophy of to each their own. Some people just they they, they just know instantly. Some people take forever, and this thing with me is like I, I talked about it in, my, in one of my other things of. People are still growing. They're still changing in the middle of relationships. So even like with my thing, it's even though it's five years, it's I'm still changing. I'm still growing. I'm still learning to become the person I want to be and the man I want to become. So things switch on the dime, and especially in our youths, relationships are always going to be something a little hard to navigate. Yeah, most of hundred percent, hundred percent. I uh, yeah, I agree with you. And I my so my grandparents. For some reason, I don't know why it took my granddaddy 20 years to decide he wanted to marry my grandmama. Like 20 years to me, that's a that's a marriage right there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why it took him 20 to decide. I don't know if it'll take me 20 to 20 to decide. But I I just at least me knowing what I know of myself, that's not a decision I'm gonna make in six months. Like, like it's 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 just not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like you you might not even let's say that this is you. This is who you are. You know what I'm saying? I've met the real you in six months of dating you. You know what I'm saying? Who's to say that you're still gonna be this person three years from now? You know what I'm saying? You might and people evolve, people grow, people change. Seven years from now, we might evolve into people that don't like each other. You know what I'm saying? You might not like who I'm evolving into. I might not like who you evolving into or whatever the case is. So that's just a hard situation uh, or, or a hard 
that's an interesting situation to be in all together. Um, I got something to add. It also like depends on the culture and where you're from. Because I'm West African, and then I had one auntie. Her husband died in February. Not this February, but February of 2020. And then um, just recently, I think like three or four months ago, she found another husband. She got married. I said, my mama, I said, that's too fast. She said, don't say that. Don't say that. I was like, so... I mean, it just depends. Also, what he said, time is relative. But there's like some cultures, um, like they view relationship differently. Like I got a lot of cousins back home and like they have boyfriends over the seas and they just talk each other every day, day in, day night, like for 24-7 straight. And I'm like, how could you do that? So I love them. And then like five, four months later, they get married. So, you know what I'm saying? So it just depends on the culture of where you're from and how you were raised and like, What's your definition of relationship is? Cause like in American culture, relationship, when you with your significant other, it's like more touchy, more feely versus somewhere else. It's like more communicative, more talkative and things like that, where like their words and their action and stuff like that, it makes you fall in love quicker than being like here in, in America where it's like not that fast. And like a lot of cultures, like they rush to get married, you know, whether they're aunties, their uncles, their cousins, or like people around them. They were to get married, then have babies and things like that. That's that's crazy, and and you're right. Relationships like are viewed differently by different cultures. I got a, I got a friend from the Middle East whose their culture is arranged marriages. You know what I'm saying? So she don't even pick the one that she gonna marry. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. It definitely. I guess it does definitely depend on where you're from and how what uh, traditions you were raised in. Um, I feel like everybody's different. Six months. Hmm. I feel like that is a good time to know someone, but not to really like for something serious because people change over time or maybe like different obstacles during the relationship or whatever can drive y'all apart. So I say six months is not really that long of a time if you think about it, because marriage is something that you strive for like forever. And rushing into it, I feel like you won't really benefit anything out of that. Let's 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 hop, let's hop into these internet. Let's hop into internet relationships. Uh, so, as someone, I think as we all can say, we're raised in raised in a very digital, modernized age of uh, relationships. Uh, we all touched on it. Like, internet impacts how our perception of relationships. There's nothing more uh, changing. Something that changes relationships so much is out outside. Uh, stimulation and outside forcing ideologies onto the relationships and I think that internet dating or e-dating as it's called is very much a part of that I think that I believe that cringe culture is dead but I still I still am very uncomfortable with the idea of internet dating because it's I feel like there's there's a level of unrealness in it like are you ever gonna is it this is purely speculative but is it even possible for you to know the real me? Like you, like there's a difference between looking at someone to the screen and being able to say like I was in the room with you. Like I, because I believe that being in the room with someone like you can just feel it. You know, like there's that level of like this physical, like force that like you can say like Hey, I, I feel comfortable. I feel like this this works. I feel like love isn't just a saying or an emotional thing. Like it's it's like a not physical as in touch, but it's like, it's there. It's a feeling. Like a connection, like emotional, like mentally and everything. And I feel like with internet dating, I feel like people try to put their best foot forward. So you're not really seeing the, the whole, whole yeah. right. I was, gonna, I was just going to say that, like, 
you will only see the parts that I want you to see. The parts that get likes on Instagram and when I'm posting on my stories and the videos I send you when I feel like it. Again, uh, I, I, we've learned a lot and I think we all have friends or even have experiences of not knowing the real... There's the show called Catfish on MTV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there it's... Again, I, I don't like to... Again, my philosophy, to each their own, so... Master, what's, what's cringe culture? Cringe culture is... <laughs> it was this term that was coined uh, in, on the internet recently where cringe culture is... Take something that someone is very ecstatic about and they'd like to display it sometimes in ways that make other people uncomfortable. Uh, a really good example of cringe culture is what is called a furry. It's like, it in itself isn't cringe, but a lot of times we associate people in that type of fandom as cringe. And they like, like, have you ever seen somebody in that fandom? And like, sometimes you just feel uncomfortable, like intrinsically feel uncomfortable around them. That is something called cringe culture. Even though they may not be doing something to make you feel uncomfortable, and people are, are really um, like driving hard, trying to kill intolerism too. Yep. So you know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of hard not to be open minded. Like, oh well, if it works for you. I feel like uh, that's why I called it cringe culture because sometimes like some people just don't take e dating seriously. You ever have that conversation? Like, ah, it's just an internet relationship. I have that philosophy, but doesn't mean I oppose that on other people. Like, it's it's over the internet. Um, when you say internet relationship, the first thing that came to mind was Dirk in India. Even though they're not like internet relationships, I feel like a lot of people like look up to them and they idolize them. Dirk in India, uh, Ken and Dear and Ken, yeah, before they broke up and down. When they broke up, it's like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm like. Then they started talking about like, oh, well, since Dear and Ken broke up, then I might as well break up with my. Right. right. Like they right, was like please. really <laughs> invest into other people's relationships. This is some important yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think like right, social right. media <laughs> can really play a part on relationships. Jeez, like you'll what? start to compare your relationship right. to others and different things like that. Mm -hmm. And that can be the downfall to a lot of relationships. Yes, especially like the ba little baby and um Jada. Yeah. And how people is like, why would you like, Lil Baby cheating on Jada multiple, multiple, multiple times. Multiple. It's like, Her it multiple, was, um, multiple, multiple times. <laughs> this is actually, this leads into something actually you guys, I'm thankful you guys brought this up of, again, that outside ideology of relationships. I feel like celebrities have to deal with this more so than we do, but there's always input on our relationships. Like whether it's our closest friends, family, or just some random person that for some reason has input on our relationships. Have you ever had somebody like you didn't even ask. They'll just give input on your relationship. I'm like, thank you for co-signing when I didn't ask. Yeah, have you guys ever had that before? And what are your experiences yeah, with that? Yeah, where like if you're friends with someone and you're just talking about that person, even if it's in a good light, they'll just put in their two cents about that person and then you'll start to see them differently or like let people get into your ear about that person. So... Mm -hmm. You ever have to deal with that, Brandon? Uh, people giving um unsolicited opinions on my relationships. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Everybody, I don't know. People be real generous when they come to their opinions for some reason. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I don't know how much I let it affect my view of the relationships. Uh, not too much. Like, it's certain people that I come to for counsel. You know what I'm saying? Whose opinions that I trust. You know what I'm saying? Because I know who they are as people. But yeah, I'm 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 not really interested in what nobody else got to say about my relationship. It's my relationship. You're not in it. You know what I say? You're not in it. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I uh, I think a lot of people don't really understand that. You know, uh, one of the good and bad things about social media, for better or worse, worse, is that it allows everybody to voice their opinions. You know what I'm saying? And, and opinions are one of those things that everybody has one of. 
everybody got an opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, uh, other than the people that I trust that whose opinions I ask for, shh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 whatever. People gonna talk whether they know what they're talking about or not. You know what I'm saying? So so I think it's it's on us to decipher whether or not they know what they're talking about. And whether or not we should apply what they saying to whatever it is that we got going on. Well, yeah. As far as uh, uh, internet relationships, I'm assuming an internet relationship is is where we only see each other on the internet. Like, ain't no sort of <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a, a catfish scam to me. But uh, no disrespect to anybody that's out there with a genuine internet relationship. You know, what I'm saying if it's working for you, I'm happy that you're happy. But uh, no, it's not particularly something that I would that I would seek out. Uh, I feel like long distance relationships is hard enough. You know what I'm saying? That's almost an internet relationship. So, and I feel like that's what it's often coined as internet relationships are now just long distance relationships. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. So, so, so y'all still have the capability to see each other. Like y'all can fly to wherever the other person is and see each other physically. No, that, that that would be the difference between long distance. Long distance, oh, okay. it would be you have seen each other. Internet would be you've never seen each other at all. Uh, yeah. yeah, I um. That's a bit weird. So yeah, uh, like like knowing what I know of myself, and I'm kind of a forward thinker. Uh, not just for it as in like political policies and nothing like that, but for it as in I'm thinking about what's about to happen next. Um, I I don't see us getting far long enough to where we in an actual relationship and we ain't seeing each other. You know what I'm saying at some point, like at some point, you gotta be like, yo. So you trying to go to the movies or something? Like <laughs> trying to go see like this new Batman movie coming I'm, out? I'm shit? saying like you know what I'm saying. You know how many restaurants over here? Like you know what I'm saying. So so yeah, I, I don't I don't see myself um, entering into a romantic relationship with somebody that I haven't. You can probably just physically. Facetime each other and go to like a similar restaurant you guys have. Like if you guys yeah. have like, one of those chain restaurants, just Facetime each other. Go to like the nearest McDonald's together. Sure, man. Look, man, they better figure something else out because. Yeah, so now nah, uh, as far as the e dating, it's definitely not a not something that I could get with. Yeah, not not that there's anything wrong with it. Hey, everybody! You know what time it is? It's time for our pick the city up art interlude, featuring an original piece by Story Stitchers Youth, Nene Whitley. The beauty in my eyes is from the tears in the past. I guess the glow was just an imposter. They want me to get down because I'm black, but my mama say pain running my jeans, so I gotta keep up my posture. When my siblings were young, I taught them to put their hands up because if they don't, a cop might just pop them. They shut down our schools but opened up the clubs, but <laughs> who are they stopping? Now they lying in books because I opened up one. Come on now, what's really popping? My mama say they was gonna lie. That's the truth she was telling me. I wonder what stopped her. My words get out and I get shot or pull away for a felony. Don't be surprised because they trying to stop us. Clearly we a target. They don't want us in public, so they knocking us off the market. Another BLM post and not just hearted because racism was here before the government started. Now they want to mess with my brother and throw him in jail and call him a deadbeat father. We got freedom of speech, but when we say our lives matter, clearly y'all bothered. When we stand up with peace, y'all pull out a gun, but... <laughs> Violence is our problem. Somebody brought up cheating earlier. I think it was Chai. Uh, is cheating a deal breaker to you? Yes. Yes. Um, I feel like especially in this generation, going back to Lil Baby and Jada, where Lil Baby cheated on her multiple, multiple, multiple times. Multiple, multiple, multiple. Yes. And people think like, uh, I don't know, it was a quote. It says, in order for a man to love you, he has to hurt you multiple times. So like, you can show you that you care. So I feel like, 
yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, I feel like people, they romanticize that so much. Like, in order for y'all to be in love, you need at least one heartbreak from that person. I'm just like, no, I would rather just be happy and you not cheating because cheating is a choice. Like, ain't nobody force you to cheat or anything, no matter what the circumstances are, whether you're drunk or things like that. And I feel like, especially in social media, TV, music, even the music that we listen to, I feel like it is so normalized to the point that people think that it's okay. And in reality, it's not at all. I like that. I'll let you take this one next, but that's something we I feel like we should touch on. Thank you for bringing that up of that you have to over, you guys have to have trials and tribulations for it to, to prove you love each other. I don't think you have to hurt someone and come back with it from that to say that you love each other. I think that, that is a, a weird war perception that we have that you guys need to hurt each other and come back for it to be like, oh, they love each other. That's not always, the, it can it can happen, but it's not always the case. And Most of 100%. I feel like people use like the breaking up, coming back to each other thing as like a loyalty test and stuff. And that shouldn't be like, that shouldn't be how it is. But also like it's different ways of cheating. You could emotionally cheat, physically cheat. And I believe that like, I don't know. It's different one. ways of cheating. So I just know me personally, I can't be with somebody that's cheating on me in any way. So I will I will say, I hate bringing this up again. Uh, as someone who's been in this weird situation for a hot, hot minute, I feel like I've dealt with like the physical, emotional, mental type of cheating that you guys talk about. And I'm still here. It doesn't mean I, I like it. And doesn't mean like if I got into a genuine relationship. I, I think that... If I got into a genuine relationship and this person, somewhere down the line, no matter what, whoever it is, and they cheated, I'd say that I'd, that I'd have to call that a deer breaker, but doesn't mean I can't come back to that. You know, like maybe some point down the line, we've changed and become better people. I might be able to come back to that. But I'd say, again, to each their own, some people, uh, I feel like cheating itself comes from a bunch of different places it's not often malicious and sometimes it's just purely malicious. some people just cheat to cheat and that is the malicious part other people have moments of weakness and like they could, the other person nothing uh should enable cheating like don't think if you get cheated on it's like you did something to make it happen but maybe there was like an action or something you said that like causes distance i think that uh we see it a lot in marriages of people become emotionally physically distant and then that leads to cheating, I feel. I feel like some of us have stories of maybe our family. I, I certainly have my own regarding my family. Of some people just become distant and they just they seek that emotional connection with other people, and in their minds, it's not cheating because they're they're not getting that in that relationship. But to us, it might be. And so I'd have to say that again to each their own. But for me personally, I I would have to say another. We we might be able to make it work another time, but. If I if if I got into a situation with cheating, I'd have to be like, nah. I feel that. Love yeah. you, but I can't most of that. Um, so I got a I got like a policy when it comes to cheating. You got uh, this written out on a pamphlet or something? Nah. <laughs> no, I actually uh didn't realize I had this or uh I, I this is something that I came up with recently. Um, but uh my policy on cheating is that if you do end up cheating, your best bet is to tell me about it. Because if I find out from any any other way other than you telling me, I don't care if you on your way to tell me and somebody beat you to my doorstep with it. Like, I don't care. If I find out any other way other than you telling me, then I feel like, I feel like then it's done because I, you'll never get that trust back ever. But uh, if you cheat and you come to me like, yo, I messed up. Uh, I want to make it better or whatever the case is. 
maybe we might be able to make it work. Maybe. I don't know. I'd but like maybe, to provide but, a little insight when you're done. Finish what you're saying, but I'd like uh-huh. to provide a little insight when you're done. Most definitely. So uh, maybe we can make it work. Maybe. I'm not saying it's absolutely going to work, but if you, but if I, if I know that you're genuinely remorseful, you wish you didn't do it, maybe we can do it. Maybe we can do it. Because I think cheating, uh, at least in my experience from what I've seen, cheating usually comes from uh, one of three things, and that's uh, cowardice, spite, or greed. Yep. Or whatever. That is really... You worded that very well. I really like how you worded that. Thank you. Put that on a t-shirt, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Story stitches t-shirts. But, uh... (laughs) But yeah, uh, I think uh, cheating almost always come from comes from one of those three things, and uh, I can forgive a coward. You know what I'm saying? I, I can I can I can forgive somebody that's cowardly. But yeah, we would have to see. I'm not gonna lie to you. Have I successfully stayed with somebody that cheated on me? Nah, 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 not once. Not, yet. not once. Not once. Right, right. Not a single solitary time. But uh, I like like. But I have seen people somehow rekindle that love and that trust for each other mm-hmm. now how they did it beats me i don't know maybe maybe they just build different <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is i don't know what the secret sauce is but uh but i have seen uh and i think some of our most iconic uh couples so to speak uh like the uh like uh martin and coretta scott king and jay-z and beyonce and uh and a couple other ones that that's not coming to mind right now. Some of these couples that do represent a certain level of excellence to us have had to weather the storm of cheating before. You know what I'm saying? So so maybe there is something to it or whatever. I just don't know if I'll ever be the one to to work that out and find out. But yeah, um, there are definitely some relationships that meant a lot to us. That, you know, I ain't gonna lie. If I heard, if I find out that Obama cheated on Michelle, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Obama would but never. He, he got not. that in his heart. I hope not. Maybe Trump, but not Obama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make me sound really bad, but it's. Um, I didn't cheat or anything, but I had. I think we've all had this type of situation where we're not in a relationship, but we want one with that person, and we've talked to other people at that time. You know, like we may want. Like that, you know, we're at a talking stage, but we're also talking to other people. But it feels self-compromising because, like, you know, like if I could lock it down with this person, I would lock it down. But then you're also talking to somebody else at the other time, and it it, it makes it it has that level of it gives you that level of cowardice. I'll I'm not gonna name names or anything, but I've had that thing where there was somebody really really liked, and I was willing to lock it down, but it just it, we weren't there at that time yet. So I went and explored other areas and other people, and even though we weren't in a relationship and I didn't have that, like that, not that contract of loyalty, but I didn't feel that type of like, I have to, like, I can't do this because, because of A, A, Y, and Z. But I went, I I went and made choices. And at the end of the day, I was like, I don't feel right about this. I didn't, in my mind, I I, I didn't do anything wrong. And I still don't think I did anything like inherently wrong, but I just didn't feel right about it. I was like, if I like this person so much, why would I go and and do this? So I told them, they didn't have it in their heart to forgive me, but we're, we, we've talked, so they forgive me, but we're not together. But it's that thing of, it doesn't always come from malice. It comes from, I am just missing something. And it still doesn't make you a great person for, for cheating. I feel like some people say that just because I was missing something that what I did was okay. And I feel like those are the same people that say they didn't actually cheat. But I'd say that 
I think we can all agree that cheating is a lot of circumstance. There's a lot of circumstances that falls into cheating. Yeah, uh, most of, most of. I, I and, think that and we're it's different for different people. Different, too. different and, for and different people. We're gonna people. get into that in a sec. But again, it's different for different people. Yeah, and sometimes it is black and white. Sometimes it's just uh, it's a lot of of gray area. And I had to sit down and tell myself like, and tell them like, listen, I, I did this thing. I, I just don't feel good about it because I really like you, and it just it feels emotionally compromising. And I just I just want to let sh- let people know that just because you're missing something, it's so easily cured by communicating. Just communicate. I feel like that's at the end of the day, people sit down big. Why did you cheat? You could have just told me. You could have just told me what's going on, what's missing. And I feel like we're gonna talk. We're gonna. I, I know we talked about that in the planning session. We'll talk about communication. Most of a hundred percent. I want to tack on like a like a question B to your thing. And I know y'all don't represent like all girls, but is that like something that like only dudes feel a way about? Like cheating. Of, of, about no, not cheating, but like like when y'all in that talking stage or whatever, and y'all like y'all not official, but you like them enough that like you would. You would be okay with with being exclusive to this person. I feel like if y'all have good communication and talked about whether y'all just want to exclusively talk to one another, or if you guys are both okay with, like I know how dating was um, more casual in the '90s or something, where it was normal for you to go on a date with this person one day and this person another day. You're just seeing what you like and what you don't like. But I feel like now this generation is so quick to like. Lock One, things down. Right, to yeah. lock things down right when you're meeting that person and getting to know what you like and don't like with that person. So I think you guys need to like just talk it out and see like, are you guys exclusive or are you guys okay with talking to other people? Then I feel like that will prevent a lot of problems. Gotcha. What you feel like before that conversation happens, it's whatever. Yeah, I've. If you guys don't talk about it, I feel like that's just one of the things you have to talk about. Uh-huh. But if you're like, say if it's the first week and y'all are just now talking to each other, I feel like I would assume that that person's not just talking to me because why would they if we're just now meeting and talking? I'd also mm-hmm. say to that, like, it's, we should make it less taboo to have that conversation, to ask like, hey, I feel like a lot of us are scared to ask, are right, you talking to other people? you don't want to make it seem like you're trying to rush or you care too much exactly. But yeah. I feel like if that's something important to you, you have to bring it up at one point. I think that it's, it's we should make it less taboo and it shouldn't be taboo of being like, hey, are you talking to other people? Just just want to know for like my sake and whether that's okay for me to do the same because I like you and I don't want to like make uh-huh. a divide or a gap. So that those conversations should be happening. And like, even if it's the first week being like, hey, are you talking to other people? Is it right if I talk to other people? Uh-huh. That's something yeah. that you had. And I feel like talking, like the talking stage, I think it's good because I feel like sometimes people cheat and other people cheat just to cheat because they're bored. Uh And I feel like when like that talking stage is like, I think it's good because it's like you get to explore your options versus just try setting them down because I think we're young. We're just trying to have fun. You know, we just like to try new things and like, and I feel like talking stage is that one time where you can try new things before getting into a relationship uh-huh. where you can't try new things, you with that person for real, you know? Word. Yeah, most of. I think, um, I agree, it's definitely important to have that conversation. I ain't gonna lie, I kind of learned the hard way that it's important to have that conversation. Because I, I used to think that like, like the, the I think the, the challenge is finding out when it's the right time to have that conversation. Because the, the going from Oh, we casually talking to 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 like really feeling each other. It's, it's almost like a seamless transition, you know what I'm saying? So so 
it's kind of hard to pinpoint that okay we like each other enough or at least i like them enough to where i can have this conversation so when i uh when i uh when i learned it the hard way i just as like i knew she liked me as much as i liked her and me like i liked her enough that like i just wasn't interested in nobody else i didn't i didn't i didn't care to entertain nobody else i didn't care to get nobody else my number talk to him none of that and i assumed that because that was enough for me to just not talk to nobody else that that was enough for her to just not talk to nobody else because i knew that she liked me as much as i liked her and it was a um ishy situation you know what i'm saying but uh but it is part of what taught me about how important communication is because i'm not gonna lie they gave me a little bit of trust issues and even after we were in a relationship it was kind of hard to all right like i just i just knew that like it, it was it was hard to to go back to normal knowing that like Yo, after we just got through laughing in each other's face at this movie, you went home and texted somebody like 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 stuff like yeah. that to just pop up in my head or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know thoughts begin, you bro. Yo, yo, bro, it was it was it Did was wild. Did y'all ever have that conversation that y'all was exclusive or? That's the thing, and that's what I'm saying. This is how I learned that it was important to have that conversation. No, we didn't have that conversation. I didn't even find out that she was talking to other people until after we was already in an official relationship. Wow. She's like, hey, and, like uh, yeah, I was talking to um, old boy when we after we got yeah, together, like, like, like you know what I'm saying, and, and and I know that like it wasn't malicious. She was surprised that I wasn't talking to other people. Oh, you know so what I'm saying? She didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's wild. And like like I said, I didn't know that I would have to tell her that. You know what I'm saying? I thought that us like like at the time we felt like we was. Nah, I ain't gonna say all that. But at the time, we 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 was messing with each other real, real heavy. And in my head, that was that was enough for us to know not to talk to other people because of how much we cared about each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that that's just I, I maybe that's just how I operate. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't even like after after laughing and, and, and joking and playing around with her, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't even think about having even a similar conversation with another girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm just, I just wasn't interested in it. You know what I'm saying? She was the only one I was interested in. That's all, like, like all I see is you. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, I made the mistake of assuming that, that it was mutual. You know what I'm saying? I didn't need her to tell me not to talk to nobody else. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't think I needed to tell her that either. But all emotions aside, yeah, it is better to just go ahead and have that conversation. I'm telling y'all, look, just communicate. Just have a conversation because, yeah, facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, she wasn't looking back on it. I could say, no, there was no malicious intent. She wasn't intentionally trying to hurt me or nothing like that. That's just how the cards fell. You know what I'm saying? That's just how the cards fell and it was what it was. But uh, communication is everything. Communication is freaking everything. One one thing in relation, I think that that speaks to the vulnerability, and I think that the sacredness of loving somebody, love is very sacred, I, I, and I, I think a lot of people acknowledge that that love is very sacred, and it's a very sacred emotion to feel, because some people just don't feel it for other people, and I think people are very blessed to feel that to other people. And you touched on it of just one bad thing you can learn about relationships, and it got you listening to Kanye songs, man. Like, yeah. it, 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 it's really Most a vulnerable of. thing. <laughs> Yo, and then you question it stuff that you probably shouldn't even be questioning. You know what I'm saying? If we bring, if we being logical about it, one of the hardest truths to accept, in my opinion, it is is being able to say I got hurt, and it's really not nobody's fault. 
You know what I'm saying? Because like, after, you, after you get hurt, you, like, you want to be mad at somebody. You know what I'm saying? You want it to be somebody's fault. You want somebody to go off on, somebody to confront, somebody to do something. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a little different when you, when you confront the fact that, yeah, I got hurt and it wasn't even the fault of the person that hurt me. Sometimes you just break your own heart sometimes. Yo, facts. I learned that the hard facts. way too. Yeah, some, some lessons ain't... Some lessons is unnecessarily harsh, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Or unreasonably harsh. Uh, this uh, Damon John. So uh, he said on Shark Tank uh, one time that the uh, ex- that life is a harsh teacher because it gives you the test and then gives you the lesson, as opposed to the other way around. It don't teach. It don't teach you the, the. It don't teach you. It don't prepare you for the test. You know what I'm saying? It give you the test and then it tell you why you why you failed basically. And that, and that's that that's, that's that was definitely that situation for me. Now, while we're on the subject of uh, cheating, what for y'all qualifies as uh, unfaithfulness? Uh, I'd say unfaithfulness is a mindset. Unfaithfulness is the act of knowing that what you may or may not do. It's, it's, it, it may even be like, it's, it, it's, it's, it can also be questioning, you know, it's like, is what I'm about to do going to be considered unfaithful? Again, I've been stressing this for the entire show that it's subjective that People who cheat or in certain relationships, what is considered cheating, they know that they're cheating. They always right. know. If you feel right. guilty about it, if you right. feel guilty, or trying to hide it, that's right. cheating. I didn't know I was cheating. You did, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are right. It's it, it's that certain level of feeling, and when you when you learn that feeling, and you have that feeling, you make a choice to either tell that person, like like I did, to, to like I have this feeling, I feel a bit of guilt. Maybe it was cheating or not. That's where you go and find out. You have this feeling and you have that gut feeling, you have two choices. You can hide it and you can just go on like nothing happened or you can confront that feeling and confront what happened with that person and figure out in our relationship, is this cheating? So I'd say something for me that feels like cheating is doing something that's sacred between us and doing that with another person. Whether it could be anything like, uh, I learned this the hard way. I, I took a person I really liked to a, a certain spot and I watched a very, uh, a very good movie with them that it was very reserved for one of my closest relatives. It was my uncle. And I watched this movie with my uncle all the time and he passed, but I was like, I really like this girl and I really like this movie. So I'm gonna take her to one of my favorite spots. We're gonna watch this movie together. I put a, I had a projector at the time. So I put a projector onto one of the, the blankets that she had and we watched it. And she went and did something among the lines of that in a relatively similar spot. I'm like, that, 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 that kind of sucks. I'm like, it, it, you may have not had the intention of hurting me and like nothing like romantic happened between them between the two of them apparently it was more like a just a, a hangout because they were with other people but it was with somebody i necessarily didn't trust hanging around them and they knew that at the time and they still did that. i was like that, that sucks yeah i feel you and that that's an important distinction to make you can be betrayed without actually being cheated on yep you know what I'm saying? Yep. and just because you don't cheat doesn't mean that you're not betraying somebody so yeah, that's a that's a real good. Uh, my bad, I didn't mean to stop you, but that's a good distinction. That's a good distinction to make. Yeah. So what about y'all? What to y'all qualifies as being uh, unfair? I mean, obviously, if if you got a if you got a if you want a relationship and you out, you know what I'm saying? Right. We well, we know not. what obviously qualifies. Yes, as we, don't, cheating, we don't gotta say it. <laughs> but some people have like 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 to some people ju- just texting somebody else is 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 being unfaithful. You know what I'm saying? To some people. 
know what I'm saying? Doing just just stuff that other people wouldn't necessarily consider cheating is still considered cheating to other people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, what what's, what's some stuff that you, that's considered being unfaithful to you? Mm, like entertaining other females, like. You probably like I saw a post that said if you like drive a female to somewhere and you ain't tell your significant other that's cheating. I mean, I don't think that's cheating. But it's just like flirting with other people. Like people think flirting is not cheating. I'm like, that's uh-huh. cheating. So it's just like things that you know you're not supposed to be doing, but you do it anyway. Uh-huh. I feel that. We grown. Like you know what you're supposed to do, which you know what you're not supposed to do. So ain't no excuse. Like, if you wouldn't want your significant other to do that, then you shouldn't do that for yourself. Most of. Most of. What about you? Um, Emotionally-wise, or like, um, if you have a certain connection to another person where it's like, say if you and that person went on break or something and they will automatically go to that person. Like, right. if you have a connection that strong with somebody else that's not... That's a red flag. That's what that is. Mm -hmm. That's what? That's a red flag. That's what that is. Yeah. Like, if you have that where it's like, oh, if me and you broke up, you have that backup person. That's like cheating because you have a good connection with that person. Or you like talking every day with this person. Like, I feel like it's different ways of cheating. But that's the way of cheating if you have just like that person you will automatically go to after the relationship or that connection with someone else. Because it's like you could be with that person instead. If you know what I mean. Yeah, this this is something I think that I wanted, I should have said this in our planning session, but that brings up something of ways to practice healthy relationships or like healthy things you can do, not not in the relationship, but you can do for yourself and your mindset. Uh, Mental brought up into it. The idea of having, uh, this tends more to people who date women, but having, well, it's mostly because we, us as men have this issue. The idea of letting your significant other hang around other guys. I think that that is something that you touch on, but I think a way to avoid that feeling is to be comfortable in your own masculinity, you know? Uh, I've learned and I've, I'm very grateful and very blessed to say that I am, like, I can say without a doubt, I'm very comfortable in my masculinity and where I am as a man and the man I want to become. Uh, I'm very comfortable with it. And I'm with a situation where the, the person I like hangs around with a lot of guys because their friend group is my friend group. And I think that I've achieved that thing of, I don't get jealous when they hang around other guys or guys because I've achieved that level of, I'm comfortable in my masculinity. I'm com- I'm not, them hanging out with another guy isn't gonna challenge who I am as a man. I don't feel like I have to one up them as a man to be like, I need your, your love and affection. I'm gonna be the only guy. I think that having that serenity of where you are in whether it's femininity or masculinity, depending on who you're dating and their gender regardless or lack thereof, it's just being comfortable with who you are and saying, you know what? They may make very poor decisions, but at the end of the day, what's saving you is, is that you're comfortable with what you had. You, you were comfortable enough to say, I put the ball in their court and they may have made the bad choice, but I put the ball in the court and I'm comfortable. And like, it's not going to hurt because I'm comfortable. I, I, they, they made the wrong choice. I did nothing wrong. I gave them the opportunity and whether they succeed, you'd be like, hey, like uh, I was hanging out with this guy friend. We want to do something? We were chill. And sometimes they make may make the wrong choice and at the end of the day you could say I did nothing wrong I feel that I feel that most of I think unfaithfulness to me is is mainly not not just I can't just call it doing stuff that you wouldn't stuff that you wouldn't want me doing because just because you the type of person that would be cool with me flirting with people don't mean I'm the type of person that would be cool with you flirting with people but 
I think anything that you would do that you wouldn't do if I was next to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like to me, that that's usually that that that's you being unfair. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you gotta keep it from me or that you can only do it if I'm not around, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like whether it be how you hug somebody or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? If you if you putting that little extra you know what I'm saying? If you're putting that little extra oomph on your hug because I'm not around, to me, that's... Key, <laughs> this is a whole laughing stock over there, bro. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how it go. I I don't know uh, 100% sure that I've achieved that level of serenity, not because, I, uh, not because I'm not comfortable with who I am as a person, but because I don't look... I just don't look... I'm not so comfortable that I... That, that somebody cheating on me wouldn't affect me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I, 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 I saying, wish yeah. I could say that. You know what I'm saying? But even, even if I'm not, even if I'm secure in who I am as a person, I might not be all the way secure in who you are as a person. I, I, I want to say that real quick. Just because somebody cheats doesn't mean you can't hurt. Just because I've achieved this level of I'm I. Let me reword what I said. Uh-huh. Just because I, at the end of the day, could say I did nothing wrong doesn't make it hurt any less. I've been cheated on. It hurts. And it Thanks. was at the time where I said, I, I did nothing wrong. I did all that I could. I was a very loving, helpful partner, but they made the wrong choice. Uh-huh. Still hurt a man. That, that, yeah, that, that, that had me crying yeah, in my it's, pillow, it's, dog. It's betrayal. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a betrayal. So uh, I don't want my audience to misconstrue or misthink that just because you're comfortable that it's not going to hurt. No, it's still going to hurt. And your hurt is very valid. Most yeah. of, most of. Yeah, yeah. That made me like all this cheating. What you said, betray. It made me think of Euphoria. Like this season when Cassie. You gotta do an episode on Euphoria and how yeah, that's affecting please, so many the youth. Things. Yo. Um, when Cassie, <laughs> like you guys all watch this season, right? So you guys. <laughs> I don't know that assumption. No? I don't know. I don't know if I watched it. Oh, okay. Well, I've only but- seen like bits and pieces of episodes. Is you about to spoil something? Probably. Yeah. So uh, I already know she's going with this one. Yeah. So basically, this girl named Cassie, um, she was messing around with her best friend's ex-boyfriend. Oh, Nate. Cool. Yeah, I know this story. Yeah. And so basically, it was the episode. It was the sixth episode where she was like, "Um, I didn't do anything. It's not betrayal because Maddie and Nate they've been broken up for three weeks, and the mama was like, "It's not the fact that you did it. It's the it's the principle behind it." Uh-huh. So all this thinking, like when y'all said cheating, da, 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 I feel like it's the principle behind it, but not the act of doing it, but it's like the principle and stuff. Most Brandon, yeah, Brandon phrased it the best of. It's the principle of what are, what, what are you hiding? Why uh-huh. hide mm-hmm. it? Right, it's right. The, it, that's the textbook definition of unfaithfulness. You're, you're hiding something yeah. that, why, why, why shouldn't they see? Most of, most of, most of, 100%. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. We hope this conversation has been informative. We hope we helped somebody. Uh, if you're in between the ages of 16 and 24 and you're wondering how you can become a part of our Stitchcast family or how you can become a part of our Story Stitches organization in general, you can go to storystitches.org where we are accepting applications. Uh, I want to thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We hope this has been informative. We hope this has been enjoyable. And we'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that but you already knew that that beat them story stitches story stitches story stitches story stitches story stitches